Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we d- we provide the internet with the life hacks they demand. I'm Matt Heron. It's me, Jeff. I'm Louisa Heron. Very good. We demand the life hacks, and that mm. doesn't. I mean, we could switch it up this week if you want, you guys. Yeah, we could make the listeners do something for us for a change. Mm-hmm, exactly. What do we get out of this deal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, why don't you sweeten the pot a little, listeners? Yeah. Although, what do the listeners get out of this deal? <laughs> Is it nothing? <laughs> Is it less than nothing? <laughs> It might be. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I like it. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. We're getting somewhere. We'll put that on the whiteboard. Jeff in favor. (laughs) Oh, not the podcast. Oh, Oh. I'm going to erase it now. Never mind. You'll find out later. (laughs) I suddenly decided that I was talking about something else unspecified, and I do not know what. And I cannot follow up the bit. Well, you, Please don't hold you were me just, to this. You were just <laughs> rolling out your new potential catchphrase, I like it. Oh, uh, yeah. ba 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 I like it. ba da ba 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 I like it. Yeah. You can't sue us, McDonald's. <laughs> or Justin Timberlake. Yep. I'm more he concerned that I know. That anymore. He doesn't. He can't own that anymore. Yeah, I got it. I wonder also. Um, I am concerned that Jeff really likes the concept of the Saw movies, so whenever mm. he's like, oh, you'll see, I feel like maybe it's a Saw thing. <laughs> uh, well, I would obviously open, would you like to play a game, or uh, I would fair. like to play a game. <laughs> I do feel like Jeff has like the lowest stakes Saw game going on with us already, where he will sometimes torture us by explaining memes at us. <laughs> mm. Uh, would you cut your own butt off to avoid listening to an explanation of a meme, though, Matt? Yeah, it's it's this guy with glasses, and he's holding a hand up, and there's a butterfly, and he says, is this cutting your own butt off? <laughs> he says, is this a game? And he's labeled Jigsaw, and the butterfly oh, is labeled torturing people to death. <laughs> oh, pretty oh, good. good. See, you've evolved yeah. beyond explaining memes to making your own memes. To you describing a potential meme that I could make but haven't. <laughs> You're uh, in that Minority Report it, tank. It reminds, this reminds me of that joke from Community about a book of women that you imagined <laughs> describing a bunch of women. That, <laughs> blonde, big boobs, short skirt. That's that's just the like early albums of Weezer, right? Oh, God. <sighs> or like any of the... I mean, like, I often think about the... the uh, woman in the short skirt long jacket song and that uh-huh. song is great but like is it that woman would be insufferable <laughs> yeah she's the there's a name for it and i don't remember not manic pixie dream girl but the one who's like mean so you know <laughs> yeah. she's edgy S- and real Sundere, is that it uh, <laughs> i mean i guess <laughs> uh angry angry demon nightmare woman <laughs> Oh yeah. shit, this sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I knew you guys would fall for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, friggin' boy. got us. I was telling Jeff before Louisa joined the call that I got my uh, second booster uh, for the COVID vaccine yesterday, and so now I've gotten the full uh, bingo card filled. I've got a, a Johnson & Johnson, a Pfizer, and a Moderna in me. I'm so confused. I see- oh, sorry? Yep. Sorry, no, you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm confused because um, I've seen a few articles and things about doctors recommending that you switch up which type you get. And then, like, when I got my first booster, CVS was like, absolutely nothing but what you got the first time around. So now what? Yeah, I think that 
CVS has been trying to cater to vax deniers, which is, like, not a great strategy for them. But <laughs> when I got mine, the guy at the pharmacy was like, Hi, I have to tell you that this booster is not the same as the booster you got before. Do you still want it? Mm. And I was like, uh, I, I mean, is there a reason why it would be bad to get it? And he's like, nope, absolutely none. It's just exactly the same. But I have to legally tell you, like, ah. this is a different one. And I feel like that is the anti-science bullshit that people use to be like, this is all government mm. control or whatever. Yeah, like how probably. the milk council made um, them put uh, labels on milk. If you if you say, like, this is organic milk, you mm. have to have on the label that there's been no difference shown in lab tests in the uh, mm. nutrition between this milk and it's... milk made from horrible factory farms. Yeah, smoking ah. milk while pregnant may lead to birth defects. <laughs> I got a thing of organic milk, and it said on it next to the ingredient vitamin D that it has more vitamin D than is allowable in regular cow's milk, and I don't know what that means. <laughs> they, they added some more? Why would they Are they that? allowed to add more if it's organic? <laughs> Next to vitamin D, it just says, does not stand for dick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be smart to get out ahead of what people are going to think. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. <sighs> so anyway, Louisa, what'd you do this week? You beat me to it. Oh, me? Mm, let's yeah, see. I, oh, me I feel like I ask Jeff more often than I should. I I wonder if there's a bias <laughs> Wait, if hey. you do a... <laughs> well... More <laughs> <laughs> often than you should. Yeah. I wonder if there's a bias if you do a breakdown. Like, do... Because I'm yeah. sure each of us think that we ask one person more than the other, even though that's probably not true. I don't know. Yeah, I think that that's, I, I often wonder if I was a slightly more obsessive person if I would compile statistics about these kinds of things. Mm -hmm. I'm glad um, I'm not that far gone. It, yeah, I yeah, I <laughs> always think about like, is there a way that I could mathematically quantify? For instance, I love the YouTube series Too Many Spirits, which is where two guys get drunk and read ghost stories off the internet and then oh, rate them. It's <laughs> hilarious. Um, but I wonder if they rate them higher as they get drunker, and I really want to compile the statistics to, to know concretely. For me, it's the uh, the dreaded, uh, I have to not talk over Louisa and give her deference so people don't think uh, that I hate women or whatever. That you're a mansplainer. Yeah. Uh, but it's yeah, also really hard because Louisa is so combative and you just want to be aggressive towards her. <laughs> It's true. And she's my sister, so I want to be aggressive for for that reason also. Exactly. No one can touch me. I'm a golden god. But yeah. my thing today I'm going to say is making key lime pie, because I've made my first one since last summer. My favorite pie. Would you say you've unlocked the secrets? Wow, that's a bold statement that key lime pie is your favorite pie. Yeah, I fully stand behind it. Absolutely my favorite mm. pie. It's mm. not even my favorite fruit pie. Interesting. Is your your favorite custard pie? Ooh, mm, I don't know, because I do genuinely like just an egg tart. Yeah, or like a pumpkin pie, I would consider a custard pie. Yes. Mm, would you it, consider a pumpkin pie a fruit pie? Uh-oh, we're doing this again. Uh, uh, yes, <laughs> I'm going to say yes, they're all fruit pies. I'm going to say no, and that way we've covered the spread. <laughs> now no one could be mad at us. <laughs> mm -hmm, exactly. For either ruining the illusion of pumpkin not being a 
type of fruit or whatever mm-hmm. else. Or using the illusion like Metallica told us to. Was that Metallica? They? Guns and Roses. God damn it. The opposite the of Metallica. They're the same. <laughs> they both have a guy yelling, but like <laughs> one of them is yelling for cocaine reasons and the other is yelling for beer reasons. Mm. And cocaine and beer are opposite drugs. (laughs) Which one's which? No one will ever know. Yeah, it's impossible to say. Don't they both have a skinny guy with dark hair who uh, plays the guitar and doesn't speak? That's every band. Weezer again, Louisa. Mm. Okay, you're right. (laughs) Did we talk about Weezer on the show, or was that before we started recording? Uh, Yeah, I think we talked about... Uh, These are yeah. uh, describing types of women, fantasy women. Oh yeah, and you said blondes huh. with big boobs, but I would say Weezer, if we're mm. talking about Rivers Cuomo, is only interested in Asian girls. Boo. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. only if they're a little bit white. Yes. It's oh, a weird God. song. Yeah. Is that a song? Oh, God. Yeah, the one with the famous lyric about, uh, God damn those half-Japanese girls. Oh no! <laughs> it's on the album. Yeah. That, it's on the album that they disavowed because everyone hated it, even though it was like probably musically their best album. Lyrically, oh, Jeff, it did not hold don't up. Don't state these opinions. No, this, I think the commonly held belief is that uh, Pinkerton is musically good and lyrically uh, abominable. But then everything they did after that was half ironic covers of uh, Africa. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't need to talk about Weezer anymore. Nope. Um, cracker crust on that pie? Yes, absolutely. Although, I know some people are getting into ginger snap crust, and I'm starting to think Ooh. about that as mm. being a good opportunity, because I love a graham cracker crust, but it is very plain. Ginger yeah, snap gin- ginger, like, a sharp ginger and lime is a great combo yeah. in a cocktail, so I imagine it would be a good pie. Yeah, also. Moscow mule pie. Next. What? Moscow Mule doesn't have either of those things. You're thinking of a, um, Dark and Stormy is the one that's lime. Oh no, that's, wait, yeah, lime, ginger, and rum, right? Is that it? Uh, is I, it has ginger beer in it. I do not know yeah. about just ginger, uh, and I do is not know about lime. Is there ginger in ginger beer? Yes. <laughs> I know there is. That's the, that's well, the what's in a Moscow Mule? Ginger beer and what? Vodka? Yeah, what is, is that in it? a Moscow Mule? Now I need Cranberry? to Cranberry? <laughs> It's usually garnished with lime. Yes, it is garnished with lime. Oh, it is? It does have lime? I'm sorry. It's lime juice, ginger beer, and vodka. Oh, okay. So it's just a dark and stormy with vodka instead of rum. Rum. Doesn't sound very good, to be honest. (laughs) I love ginger beer and lime and then whatever alcohol. I mean, vodka is the least good alcohol. We all agree on that, right? Yeah, Yeah. it's just a way to make anything alcoholic. Mm -hmm. I would rather have a Moscow mule with something that had like flavor mm-hmm, like rum yeah dark and stormy mm, pretty um, good I, so with a dark and stormy you could have key lime pie and they would go together yeah you should make your you should make your key lime pie with rum infused whipped cream on top and call it a dark and stormy pie this is a great idea this is a genuinely good idea <laughs> what if how much you... go rum, ahead how much rum is in a dark and stormy is it actually dark at all because i'm imagining a very light colored drink I usually use dark rum and, like, a dark-colored ginger beer. Hmm. Yes, so it's like a golden brown. Well, the pie's not going to be able to do that, no matter what. <laughs> so No, but you don't need... I mean, it's the flavors that's important. I mean, if you made a series of cocktail-inspired pies, it would be insanely popular. I feel like that was a big thing in the 50s, and it's done. we're done with it now. No, it's coming back. People do, like... 
there's like a cocktail inspired cupcakes YouTube series or something, I think. Oh yeah, I feel like I've heard of that. It's like super popular. What if you did crushed up Nilla wafers as the crust? Is that an option? I think on it would be too mild. Or on a pie. Both. <laughs> Around the rim. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. I have seen that with like a creme de banana uh drink. Yeah, drop some, like, Captain Crunch in there or whatever. You got yourself a a bougie, like, $17 8-ounce cocktail for brunch. Uh, Yeah, the problem with old-fashioned pies is mild flavors a lot of the time. Like, the graham cracker crust is good, but it has that very subtle whole wheat flavor, and that's basically it. So, yeah, I am thinking ginger snaps would be good. Uh, the custard is really good. I love, it's, it's one of those things where it uses pre-packaged ingredients, which I don't love in a recipe, but mm-hmm. it works so well. It's basically just lime juice and condensed milk to make the mm-hmm. filling. I think it might be that You're gifts. just using lime gogurt in there. Exactly. Just squirting a bunch of tubes of lime <laughs> gogurt into a pan of graham cracker crust. But the fact that the lime juice is way too sour and too liquid, and condensed milk is way too sweet and a little too solid if it's cold, the fact that they come together to perfectly make a filling that you want to have a whole slice of, oh, love it. (laughs) Um, I'm assuming, knowing you, that you make your own graham cracker crust from scratch. Have you ever tried those pre-made ones, though? The pre-made, the graham cracker crumbs that you just buy in a bag? No, the kind that you, like, it comes in a pie tin, tin, and it's like a... Oh, no, I haven't. I haven't either, and I always look at them, and I'm like, could this be that much worse than a homemade one? (laughs) Here's the thing, though. I don't think they would use butter in those for shelf stability, and I feel like I do taste the butter in a homemade one, and I don't Mm. think I would want that to be just vegetable oil. I think I you can buy ones now that are like, this is the, like, three ingredients. It's just simple. Graham crackers <laughs> and butter. Can they have butter in a shelf-stable yeah. crust, though? I don't hmm. know. I mean, butter can sit at room temperature for a couple days before it's not great. Yeah, but all those pie crusts, you know they've got, like, a six-month shelf life. That's true. They gotta get shipped before they can... Even make it to the grocery store. I wonder if they use vegetable shortening because uh, the you melt the butter with the crumbs and you pack that into the shell and you bake it and everything. But then as it sits in the fridge, it it turns into a solid because of the butter. Mm-hmm. Mm. So they might need shortening Crisco in there. I mean, there's lots of fats that are solid at cold temperatures. I guess coconut oil bacon, would work bacon too. Bacon fat. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're laughing. You're laughing, but no, if you I know. made a graham cracker crust with bacon fat, it would be so fucking delicious. Yes, it would, but I would want a different <clears throat> filling in that case. What what goes well with pork? Orange? That would be pretty good. Um, I think I wouldn't want a pie that was sour. Maybe like an egg tart where it's just a fluffy cream custard. That might be alright. No, but you, you'd want something sharp to cut through the fattiness of the pork fat. Balsamic vinegar. <laughs> What's I mean, a maybe like an apple pie? Are there any savory <laughs> custard pies? Mm, I think that's a, a flan. A flan <laughs> in the English sense. <laughs> you could you could make just a what is that um, frittata? <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> that'd be delicious. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. A graham cracker <clears throat> crust with pork fat, and then you just make a frittata in the crust. This is a good idea. We've just invented a new dish. (laughs) 
The thing is, though, do you want any sugar? Because it doesn't have to be graham crackers. It could be, like, whole wheat crackers. Or just breadcrumbs. Triscuits. But... Oh, God. <laughs> uh, not even wheat thins? Nope. Triscuits with those little fibers? It's like a meat custard. <laughs> uh, if you're, like, making a pie crust out of hair. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're doing what if a key lime pie was savory? It's gotta be yeah. it's gotta be meat, it's gotta be bacon fat instead of butter. Mm-hmm. It's gotta just taste terrible. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I, I forgot that. that the bizarro version of key lime pie has to be the opposite in every way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do you know traditionally whoopie pies, which aren't really pies, they're big uh, cake. Mm-hmm. Invented things. by Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> That's right. That's why she's yep. famous. And rich. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they were invented in San Francisco. Um, the, the traditional filling uh, for an Amish whoopie pie is lard whipped with butter. Did you know that? That's that makes sense. Isn't that what the McDonald's milkshakes used to be made out of? I don't know. Were they ever actually lard, or do people just think that? Was it like Crisco? I believe Crisco. Yeah, I mean, I, I have no idea, but I know that there was a rumor that it was vegetable shortening or something. I know uh, Oreo filling is mostly vegetable shortening. Yeah. Yep. Because they're um, vegan. Because Oreos are somehow vegan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Although a lot of their flavors probably aren't anymore. I saw one that Honestly. was toffee, like, Heath Bar flavored the other day. Oh, yeah, what? I saw that. It's got, like, toffee crunch bits in it. Yeah, and it's the, fun. like, cream is toffee flavored, and I guess huh. the outside is already dark chocolate, so. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I don't it. really like Heath Bars that much, but. Yeah, they got those almonds in them, and what's weird is they clearly they have do not they have parsley. little bits of something in them. Is it pecans? I don't know. They have toffee. lots in them. Yes, yes, it's toffee. just toffee. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's just toffee. If you break into them, you can see little bits of something, and like it's it's something that doesn't melt in your mouth like sugar. So it's some kind of nut. Almonds, uh, it says. Okay. It does have almonds? Weird. Yeah. I did not know that. But last time I was looking, and I'm like, don't these have almonds in them? I could only find the information in the ingredients and not, like, as part of the name. Like, a lot of candy bars are like, this is a delicious treat with nougat and peanuts. But yeah. a Heath Bar, like, hides the fact that it's got almonds for some reason? It's very Heath weird. Heath Bar exists to trick people into revealing that they are lying about their nut allergies <laughs> to be more interesting. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh, man. You know, um, a lot of people put pecans in, ground up pecans in the crust of their key lime pie, which if I like pecans, does sound like a good idea, but I do not. Yeah, no one likes them. See, but then I just <laughs> want to have a pecan pie, which is my favorite kind of pie. Hmm. Why? Yeah, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> that, uh, that molasses-y goop in there is so good. Huh. Hmm, I guess so. Perf- perfectly offset by some whipped cream on top. Ugh, it's great. Everything about it is great. How do you feel about shoe fly pie or chest pie, which are the same thing but no nuts? I don't shoe fly pie. That, that one has raisins instead. Don't care for I feel raisins. like the the crunchiness of the nuts really helps with the pie not feeling too sticky. Mm, yeah, fair. So, hmm. I've had chest pie, but I didn't care for it. I don't think I know what any of these fancy British pies are. <laughs> no, these are American pies. Yeah. You are wrong. No, the only American pie is by Don McLean. Rest in peace. I don't know if he's dead. <laughs> Seems like he should be, right? He'd become a weird patriot, but just for the song American Pie. Mm-hmm. 
all the newspapers already have the headline keyed up the day the music died for when <laughs> Don McLean dies. <laughs> <laughs> the day the day the music died died. <laughs> uh, anyway, key lime pie, it's great. It's a cold summer pie. It's easy to make. Everyone enjoy it. Jeff, what did you do this week? Um, I... God, what have I done? All I've oh, been doing... Oh no, you're supposed to have something prepared. <laughs> I don't remember. I didn't do anything. I went insane. Oh no. Um, I made yeah, chili. Like Ooh. Um, I kind of like... One of my things, if, I, if I'm if i like, I need to cook, I feel terrible, I am anticipating that it's going to be hard to get through this week, let me just make a big pile of food to eat. Yes. Um, and so I, I made a chili, uh, turkey chili, last weekend, I guess, and uh, pretty good. Um, I, I often feel that doing that leads me to a greater depression, because then I don't have something new to look forward to to eat every day. Is that is that just me? I think it might be. A lot of people find they don't have the energy to make anything. Yeah, I... I don't mind eating the same thing if I'm in a depression anyway. Uh, um, the the thing the like goal was I'm gonna make something that will last in the fridge all week that I can reheat and then um, like not have to think about it, but it'll be full of good for me stuff. So I put in I got one of those like three pound packs of ground turkey. A big can of garbanzo beans, a thing of, like, chopped up frozen spinach, and, like, some hmm. tomatoes and peppers. and Garbanzo beans, interesting. Yeah, I, I, I usually use red beans and black beans, but I, garbanzo beans sounds pretty good. Yeah, I don't I don't like most other beans, so I went really? for, yeah, went for one huh, of the ones I would have paid you enjoy. as a bean boy. <laughs> no, I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a bean feller. Uh, don't, don't like me a bean. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't mind a chickpea garbanzo bean type thing, so I'll do that in there and then, nice. you know, just heat that up in a pan and put some cheese on it and delicious for I a week. Have... And I still have half of it left in the freezer <laughs> because I made too much. I always have trouble with um, uh, really understanding the point of dried peppers in a dish because when you're making chili or like a curry... A lot of times it'll be like, add a quarter cup of chili powder or ground chilies. And you're like, that seems like too much. But like, that's the way you're making the sauce, really. Mm. I used uh, fresh peppers and then a can of the chipotle peppers in adobo. Ooh, I love that Uh, stuff. Yeah, I blended that up as like my primary spice. So that's the the main flavor. Nice. That has chili powder. Sounds pretty spicy. Yeah, pretty spicy. Uh, in a good way, though. Not like it's more. It's ever, the smokiness. I think balances it nicely. Yes. Yes. You ever make something and you're like, "I'm going to make this nicely spicy," and then you do, and then you taste it, and it, you instantly realize you've made a terrible mistake. Uh, <laughs> I only worry about that if I'm making food for other people. I I don't <laughs> mind it being uh, monstrously sacrilegiously spicy but when things are that spicy like you eat a little bit and then it hurts for any part of your mouth to be touching any other part of your mouth and then you just have a moment of like oh no like <laughs> this is what, my life how, now yeah how do i get out of this one <laughs> not me i just i ride the feeling 
but like your ears start ringing, your heart starts racing. It's not good. <laughs> not for me. Okay, you love it. It does yeah, release those endorphins. Some powerful. people do love it. Yeah. Yeah, I have that growing feeling of pain where I'm like, oh no, <laughs> like it yeah. raises my anxiety rather than my endorphins. <laughs> I got a um, Chipotle burrito of all things a couple of weeks ago from Chipotle. And- you mean? Yes. Okay. Um, and I asked for the like spiciest level of salsa they had there, and I remember having it before and yeah. not having it be a problem. I don't know if they've changed the recipe or they did something different, but I was eating it and I was like, "This is good." And then I got maybe a quarter of the way through before I started being like, "Something is going wrong." <laughs> and by the time I got halfway through, I had to like stand up out of my chair and, like, bend over so that my, like, I couldn't hear the blood thumping in my head. Mm. Wow. Your body was trying to send you urgent messages this entire time. But you know how sometimes Spice is just like, hi, I'm here, I'm Spice, get used to it. And then sometimes Spice is like, this bite wasn't so bad, and every bite isn't so bad, but the... The sum total of these bites is going to fucking destroy you. Yeah, Your body really is now to. a haunted house, and the spice mm. is a poltergeist. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I I just I like it. I like it when it makes me feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, that is you... a good thing if you're feeling um, uh, like your senses are deadened, which happens a lot in depression. If you have a meal that is warm and filling and like makes you feel something that is pretty good yeah i just want to feel something <laughs> this is like once. this is like the cutter <laughs> attitude applied to food <laughs> no but this is good and healthy you is know it? you know how it is if you're depressed and you're like i'm not sure if i'm hungry or not but then you have a warm satisfying meal and you're like this made me a person again <laughs> you yes know. i it cured my mental illness to have this chili <laughs> or whatever it is usually chili is what cures my mental illness <laughs> Uh, well, that's good. Do you still have some left? Uh, yes, I have a bag in the freezer still because there was so much of it I had to freeze half of it. Nice. Uh, Matt, did you do anything exciting this week? Besides go to Chipotle, of course. <laughs> that was several weeks ago, I said. Um, the the funny thing is I was going to talk about making pistachio strawberry cupcakes for mm. Easter, but we have such a cooking-heavy episode, I'm pivoting, uh, hey. uh, except... Except to say you should make pistachio strawberry cupcakes because they're so good. Point of order, it's you made those at least two weeks ahead of Easter, so what's the deal there? Uh, I wanted to do a dry run of these cupcakes before presenting them to my in-law's family in case it was bad. Okay, but it was good. It was good, so I'm going to do it again uh, later this week. Mm, Sophomore slump, though. (laughs) Yeah, who knows, maybe, but that's fine. Um, the other thing I, I'm going to talk about instead is I began and subsequently finished the Netflix series, The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. <sighs> Do you know about this, you guys? Yeah. I've heard of it, but not much. It's got the energy from that title of, like, uh, uh, epic movie or... <laughs> yes, I was going to say that. But it's got, like, really? famous huh. people in it. Just Kristen Bell. I think she's the only famous person in it. Uh, she's certainly the only person I recognize. She didn't have to, right? Like, she's got no. stuff to do. They're probably going to make Frozen 3. This this definitely smacks of a, more of a, like, a work of, uh, like, she was interested. She may have even been involved in the production of this, I don't know. But mm. um, the, the concept of it is, it's a 
it's a like a murder mystery thriller but all of the uh like surprising twists are just one degree more ridiculous than they normally are <laughs> Um, which ends up being quite funny. It It's odd, though, because the show itself isn't making jokes, hmm. but all of the things that happen in the show are ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> like, she has a big, scary, like, handyman working in her house, but then it it's revealed that he's been working on fixing the mailbox for the last four years. And he's just continually fiddling with just the mailbox all the time, hmm. uh, which is is a pretty amusing thing. Um, but yeah, it, it's definitely a show that is intending to sort of make fun of the people who sit at home watching mystery shows and being like, "Well, I can solve this. I I can figure out who the murderer is. Why can't that? Why isn't anyone in the show realizing that this thing? Blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. Um, so it it's funny. I really I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Um it it really go, it really has it ups, its ups and downs in a way where as you're watching it you're like I can't tell what tone they're going for. Um <laughs> but they're is there like it. a Is there What's like that? a rear window paranoia type of feel to it? Something about the titles making me think of yeah, rear window. So so the inciting incident is Kristen Bell is uh, a woman whose child died many years ago, and her husband left her after that. Mm-hmm. I won't. I won't spoil more than that because that's pretty much the setup you get. Um, and then a new guy moves in across the street who she's interested in, but he has a girlfriend. And then she sees the girlfriend getting murdered in the window. Ah. Um, but everyone's like, no, the girlfriend just left. She's, she's fine. Ah. Uh, so, so then it becomes her trying to like solve this murder. And every episode she accuses a different person of having <laughs> done the murder. <laughs> I was going to say, if she likes the guy, is she really hoping that he's not the one who did the murder? Uh, Mm. <laughs> okay. It, it goes some places. There's there's a series of episodes where it becomes more and more likely that the guy is the murderer, and then suddenly it's definitely not the guy. It, it it's complicated. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> um. Anyway, it's like eight episodes long. I think we we binged it in two days. Hmm. Um. It's not like the greatest thing I've ever watched, but it's it's fun and silly and. Uh, if you're the kind of person who likes to watch a, um, rear window or a, like a, a small town murder thriller type show, I think you will, if you watch this, you will see yourself in Kristen Bell's character. All right. I might give that a try. Is it meant to only be one season? Do you know? Can you tell? I don't, I haven't heard anything about them making more and it's, it's a very sort of, well, hmm. They do, it does, the series does end with a cliffhanger teaser of another Uh, wild murder. But but they solve this murder satisfactorily. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and the way, the way that the wild murder at the end happens, it seems like it would be impossible for them to go into it anymore, but who knows, this show is is insane, so maybe. Mm Mm-hmm. Glenn Close is the guest star who gets murdered at the very end of the series, which is wild. Well, that's fun. Well, now I don't have to watch it, because you ruined it for me. (laughs) She's literally in one scene before she gets murdered. They do the reverse scream, where they have someone come in famous at the end to get murdered. Mm Mm-hmm, exactly. I might Um, give that a try. 
Yeah, give it a go. Um, so, shall we get into what we do on this show? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, on this show, we go to the WikiHow... Uh-oh. Okay, there we go. Sorry, my computer just shut down for a second, but it's <laughs> fine. It's just the monitor shut off. Everything's great. Okay. Uh, Thank goodness. We go to the WikiHow suggested articles page and put a random word into the topic suggestions so that we can get a list of questions people have asked related to that word. And today's word is sleep. Woo! Who needs sleep? You're never going to get it. Jeff, can you put that song at the end of the episode? That extremely obscure bare naked lady. It's not extremely obscure. They had a music video for it. (laughs) That counts as a mainstream song. (laughs) It absolutely is a mainstream (laughs) song. Thanks, Jeff. It was like their fourth single off of that one album that, um, that, uh, whatever their big one is. One from. week. One week, thank you. Huh. Anyway, sleep. <laughs> How to sleep, we're gonna figure it out, even though none of us are very good at it, apparently. Yeah. Was, I really like, well, the first one's funny, and we're gonna get to that, mm-hmm. but I like mm-hmm. the top mm-hmm. on the right. How to sleep less and have more energy. <laughs> You cocaine. Yeah, that would be nice. No, cocaine, you guys. <laughs> right, that is not a sustainable model for doing this. It doesn't say for how long, That's Jeff. true. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, uh, uh, stimulants of many kinds. Caffeine for a lot of people. Yeah, you could do this for a while. I mean, energy can mean a lot of things, like gravitational potential energy. I bet if you jumped out of an airplane, no, if you were really sleepy, you'd probably black out. <laughs> I'm, All right, so I'm not halfway that to blacking out anyway most of the time. <laughs> mm, okay, well now we're getting somewhere. Uh, how to sleep in the office. Matt, tell us, how do you sleep in the office? Well, here's the problem, is that there's this gosh darn guy who keeps putting all of my supplies in jello every time I fall asleep, so I don't know what to do. Uh, you can use that as a pillow, I think. That'd be very oh, nice. Oh, everybody needs a jello for a pillow. <laughs> And their, Jeff, put that song at the end of the Thanks, episode. Thanks, Jeff. Their co-worker, James, is always willing to provide it. Mm-hmm. James? That's what Jim is short for, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, I got it. I don't know why Matt didn't get it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I forgot that character's name was Jim, to be completely honest. Does, is it, but is it short for James? No one calls him that, do they? Yeah, it could be short for Jaime. <laughs> no one refers to, uh... What's his face? The boss character that makes the racist jokes is just Michael Mike. Scott. Yeah. He calls himself Mike a couple times. Oh, does he? Okay. Yeah. Jersey Mike. <laughs> right? Doesn't he have a character? Ugh, that show's so dumb. I hate The Office. <laughs> I really hate it, and I'm glad that we've moved uh, on from it as a culture. I yeah. enjoyed it, but it was of its time, and I don't feel like I need to watch it again. Yeah, I tried to watch some of it again, and I couldn't even get through the first season before I was like, this is so problematic, I can't enjoy it. <laughs> uh, there was an episode of Seinfeld where um, George gets that nice job, and... Uh, the Yankees. Yeah, uh, is that what he was for? Yeah. His, uh... he, sleeps, he sleeps under his desk, he builds a fancy under-desk be- under bed. Back when I used to run a warehouse in north jersey there was a um guy that we ended up having to fire because we found on video that every day when he was supposed to be out pulling boxes off shelves he would pull a bunch of boxes off a shelf 
then climb up on the shelf and pull the boxes back in front of him so that he could sleep on the shelf for hours and hours. Mm, he was correct, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, a pretty I mean, good listen, grift. <laughs> it's great. I'm, that, I'm saying it here so that you can use that in your office, but mm-hmm. I, I do have to say we did have to fire him. Yeah. I always felt pretty bad when I had to fire people, but that was one of the few times where I was like, listen, bud, I think this is cool, but I absolutely have to fire you and you have to understand why. Yeah, you can't get caught on video doing that is the thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also had to fire somebody who got caught on video doing heroin in the office, and it's like, oh man, just go outside. I mean, <laughs> I don't want you to do heroin. And obviously we do drug testing because our country sucks about drugs, but uh, just do it, do it somewhere where there aren't cameras. Be smarter than this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do heroin oh, in the sorry. privacy of your own home. Well, I get that if you're very addicted to heroin, you may not be able to do an eight-hour job without more heroin, but yeah. like, go in the bathroom or something. Oh, anyway. yeah, that's the thing. It, even if you don't know where there are cameras in your workplace, they're never in the bathroom, because that's super illegal. Yeah, exactly. that might still be in the bathroom, though. Well, it's then you get to turn it back around on them. Yeah, then, so it's like, we saw you a, doing this in the bathroom. You can then be like, it's a standoff. Suing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to sue you for videotaping people peeing, which and is they'll illegal. Say, and they'll say, I know how much you make. You can't afford a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And then you'll say, but you can't handle the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just watched that movie again recently. Pretty good. Is it? I never saw it. <clears throat> it's all right. I Tom Cruise... I feel like that movie got worse as Tom Cruise got worse <laughs> because he used to look at his stupid face so much in that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah I feel the same way about Rain Man. I feel like they're both very good movies that, like, that suffer from Tom Cruise being bad. It's uh, mm-hmm. definitely the case of, like, mm, that is a movie where he's playing that one character that they allowed him to play back then that was the mm-hmm. uh, maybe... Too much like him in real life. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, At least he's not super awesome. Like it. The thing is, in Top Gun, when you watch that, you're like, "Oh, this is Tom Cruise is now rich enough to like force people to make the characters he's playing be super cool and awesome all the time." <laughs> uh-huh. um, but he's such a Dorcas in A Few Good Men, and that is way better. Matt, Top Gun like was t- first. It was like six years really? earlier. Yeah, it was 86, huh. I think. Oh, well, either way, Tom Cruise is kind of a Dorcas in real life, and so yeah. he is at his best when he's playing a Dorcas. Yeah. Uh, I really like his character in Edge of Tomorrow, who is like a complete loser slack-off who does not know how to do army. Um, and then you get to see him explode a bunch of times. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> did you say slack-off? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm standing if by you see it, a bunch, If you see him explode a bunch of times, I thought maybe you meant something else. <laughs> no, no. You see him <laughs> from from violence with weapons explode. Oh, okay. Matt, wow. you're thinking of Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> mm-hmm. Probably. <laughs> I've never seen that, and that's like... I'm surprised that I have no desire to see that movie that is like the punchline of every orgy joke. <laughs> I've seen it, and it's very irritating, because it's one of those movies that's so far up his own ass, it's like, he doesn't know what's going on, and you don't either. Isn't that deep? Viewer, movie's over now. <laughs> it's like, what, what happened in this movie? Nothing. Well, something got so far up a guy's ass, that's what I heard. <laughs> 
Uh, it's one of those movies that uh, I don't think should have existed, right? Because they had to yeah. like edit it down to an R rating, and like after Stanley yeah. Kubrick died or whatever. And it's like, what if sex wasn't sexy? Can you believe it, viewer? We should get an Oscar for this. Yeah, we get it. You did that in A Clockwork Orange also. Like, that was the whole thing of that one. Yeah, I feel like a lot of, like, uh, big-budget artsy movies about sex are like, ooh, what if sex was terrifying? And it's like, it already is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, have you considered that actually? You don't need to do anything else. I mean... In the same way that every HBO series is it like, oh, but what if sex was disgusting? And it's like, yeah, we're all trying to ignore that part of it, HBO. <laughs> HBO is holding a mirror up to society. Uh huh. But they don't have to. <laughs> yeah, we already know. Everyone already knows how gross it is. <laughs> oh man! But how do you sleep in trains instead of hostels while traveling? Mm, this sounds like some kind of Mad Hatter riddle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... Like, I, guess, I don't know, a raven is like a writing desk. Shut up. When you sleep around the house, you really sleep around <laughs> the house, you know? God, the Mad Hatter would make the worst your mama jokes ever. <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird question, because I think it's implying that you have... On your uh, roving trip around wherever, Europe maybe... You've scheduled it so well that you're traveling on trains overnight every night and then not wasting your time and money with hostels and getting to walk around the cities during the day, but that sounds miserable. Yeah. I mean, some people, especially if you're young enough that you can, like, live on bad sleep for a week, Mm. um, some people like this kind of stuff, but... That's true. My favorite part of visiting other places is, like getting to know the food and comfortable beds of that town. Mm. <laughs> um, so I would not like this. Although I've always wanted to ride on one of those trains with sleeper cars that like yes. the old fashioned ones that are all wood with like dining cars and sleeper cars, like the Orient express. I know we're all going to make jokes now about being murdered on it and that's fine, <laughs> but I really do want to ride on the actual Orient express. Mm. Now that one's very fancy and it has what I would call small, but real beds. Would you also travel on the type of train that they have in white Christmas where you're just like in a little shelf on the wall? Would you be okay with that? I think I might get claustrophobic in a way that would make me freak out on those ones. <laughs> yeah, okay, so that's not so Y'all, good. I would ride on Snowpiercer. I don't care. Trains <laughs> rule. You would have no other choice if Snowpiercer, right? <laughs> I mean, the you other choice would be to die, I guess. Yeah. But, like, if they were like, hey, voluntary Snowpiercer, you get to eat bugs and uh, hang out in the mud, I'd be like, yeah, sure. Wait. <laughs> Whatever, at least it's exciting. Is there selling points for you? No, Just but... going on a vacation on Snowpiercer. <laughs> yeah, it's Whatever. They're not, they're not salad points, but like, I don't hate it. You said you get to eat bugs and live in the mud. Well, yeah, no, the people who are making me do this obviously think it's a selling point. Oh, okay. Oh, I see what you're into this is now. Like when, this is like when real estate agents try to package every negative as a positive. Exactly. That's what That's they're doing with uh, this Snowpiercer in this mm-hmm. scenario, I uh-huh. guess. <sighs> Stupid. How to sleep with a litter box in your bedroom? Don't. Oh no! Why? Get a covered one at toxoplasmosis. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, the thing of it is, if you do that, every time you have a guest over to your house, they're going to be like, why does it stink like shit in your house so bad? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, you can get the litter that doesn't smell as bad. It's possible. Uh, yeah, but every time you walk into a house that has... I mean, Louisa, every time she walks into a house with a cat in it, she knows because her head swells up <laughs> to the size of the Goodyear blimp. Exactly. But, uh, even I, a person not allergic to cats, every time I walk into a house with cats, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm, yep, cats. Cats though. live here. <laughs> yep. I don't know, is that some kind of, like, survival instinct amongst primates? Like, uh-oh, carnivores. Yeah, because we're worried about being eaten by house cats. <laughs> well, when we were, when we were apes living in the trees or whatever, mm, we God. there weren't house cats around. We have to go back. <laughs> yeah. We gotta go back. Yeah, we, back to the island. We need to be living in exactly the island. We need to be living in like <laughs> the, the Lost Island movie. <laughs> we need to be living like near a beach in the woods, eating berries. And all of us are clones of celebrities that are kept around in case the real celebrity dies. Is that what the plot of the island was? I think that's what the plot of the I was talking about Lost. Forget about Leonardo DiCaprio already. <laughs> Stop no, talking never. About it. I said I would never let go. <laughs> Isn't that There's room enough for both of us? Beaches or the beach that you're thinking of, Matt? Oh, I might be thinking of the beach. The right? island is, I the think, a Michael makes Bay you old. movie. <laughs> yeah, old. I'm thinking of the movie Old. <laughs> oh, man. I loved when that was a meme. That was delightful for the entire time it lasted. No, I haven't movie. seen the movie Old, and I'm certain that it's not actually about the thing it's about, because it's M. Night Shyamalan. It 100% is about a beach that makes you old. <laughs> awesome. How long would it take for people to figure out a way to make money off of a beach that makes you old? Uh, Zero time at all. Like... I don't know what the pre- what the application would be, but I bet there's a reason why people. Would- I mean, I guess I you could. If you okay, can go. If you can old up objects, you can put cheeses and wines there and make them oh, very does valuable. It make mm. things old. Yeah, Jeff, I don't know, you're does. the the resident expert on old, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Uh, I do not think I do not remember if it makes things old. I think it might. Hmm. Okay. Well, then yes, that would be very helpful. I mean. Then you could put fucking nuclear waste there and just let it old itself out. The nuclear waste olds itself out. (laughs) That's how it works, Jeff. That's a science term. Yeah. (laughs) We've solved Um, the energy crisis by putting nuclear waste on the beach that makes you old. mm -hmm. Uh, It would be a solution. I do not know if that has anything to do with the energy crisis or why I suggested that it might. I mean, that's the only reason people are really not thrilled about nuclear power plants, right? Because of the radioactive waste? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I read a thing that in, like, popular mechanics that I don't know how it can be true that all of the coal, the, um, like, smokestacks on coal power plants are more radioactive than all the nuclear waste and all the nuclear power plants combined. So of all the nuclear waste and all the nuclear power plants uh, in the world, you have to uh, walk in the mine. Apparently coal ash is slightly radioactive, but because there's so much more of it and it burns so much faster, it it makes it so that it is more radioactive. I don't know. Huh. Weird. Huh. <clears throat> Um, speaking of eyes wide shut, how do you sleep in a silk mask? Mm. 
I this is this vibes with me so hard because every time you see somebody living in luxury and in media of any kind, they sleep with a sleep mask on, mm-hmm. and I can't sleep with anything touching my face. Yeah, I can't either. I I even have to have like one hand up holding the pillow down so that it's not touching my face too much, so I don't think I'm suffocating in the night. <laughs> what if you are suffocating so in the night? Mm. Well, then uh, hopefully I would notice. Mm. You wouldn't because you've done so much to prevent yourself from thinking that you're suffocating. <laughs> I would semi-wake up thinking I'm suffocating and be like, mm, I can't be suffocating. I've already prevented it. I'm probably fine. <laughs> I'll go back to sleep. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's gotta be an eye mask, right? Because the only other thing I can think of is they say to put a silk scarf on your hair, which helps prevent split ends. But oh, yeah, I assumed a, an eye mask. Because it can't be a full face mask or, like, a mouth and nose mask. That doesn't make How sense, How do you sleep right? in an iron mask? <laughs> uh, sitting we have up, to ask Leonardo DiCaprio. Or no, we're not going to talk one? about him anymore. <laughs> How do we keep coming back to this? <laughs> was he in the man in the iron mask? I don't even remember. He was the man in the iron mask. <laughs> he was both the man in the iron mask and the evil king, of course. Okay. Of course, yeah. Who else would it have been? <laughs> I love the premise of that story, which is that I guess there's identical twins, and the evil one puts the good one who's a few minutes older in the Iron Mask so he can be king. Whereas yeah. you could just insist that you were the one who was a few minutes older, couldn't you? Mm-hmm. Like, who's gonna or just say kill about him. it? Yeah. Why didn't you just kill yeah, him? Just if kill you have the power if you're that evil. Yeah. Well, yes, if you have that kind... Listen, if you have that kind of self-control in the womb, then you are destined for greatness, my friend. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get to be king, and no man of woman born can kill you. Mm-hmm. But I was untimely ripped from my mother's womb. <laughs> That's some fucking bullshit yeah, level nonsense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, you're still born of a woman... If they'd made Macbeth now, would it be that he was cloned, do you think? Ooh. Well, they did make Macbeth now, so who has seen the, who's seen the Denzel Washington Macbeth? That doesn't take place now, though, does it? Doesn't it? I don't know, because I haven't He's seen it. He's wearing a crown in the promo art. What if it's in virtual reality? Oh, <laughs> really makes you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's killed by Hugo Weaving. Mm-hmm. He's not a man of woman born. He's a program. He's an AI. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what the witches knew about it. Cause they're real, or are they also fake? Mm. Uh, they're Wait, self-aware. We're just programs. describing the plot of the Matrix word for word. <laughs> yeah, is the Matrix yeah, just Neo has to kill his uncle? Right. <laughs> I mean, like. I'm not even joking. There's a lot of parallels between Macbeth and the Matrix now that I think about it. <laughs> God, can you not think about it, though? <laughs> Hold on, I don't know there, if I can. I've is, been cursed for my hubris. Is there anyone who's promised to be king or some kind of... Yes, the one! But who fails at the end because it was like an evil promise. Yeah, Neo yeah. dies at the end. <laughs> Wait, but he comes back, right? No, at no. the end of the trilogy, uh, yeah. Neo dies to ensure that the humans never go to war with the robots, because actually Hugo Weaving was worse. Okay, but he comes back in the latest one, doesn't he? Yes. Oh, we can't spoil this. Can we spoil okay. this? No, no, no. I mean, okay. he's he's in the movie. We know he's in the movie. No. We see him. Uh, have you seen it, Jeff? <sighs> yes. <laughs> so, stop talking. I guess so. I, I haven't seen it, I'm never going to see it, but I'm sure some of the listeners will, so. Okay, not... well, anyway, Keanu Reeves is in the movie. We'll say that much yeah. and move on. Yeah, he's a real cyberpunk 2077. 
Yep. Apparently that game is good now. <laughs> you you, <laughs> thought it, you said it was good before. I know. Yeah. I liked it before just fine. I haven't played it since, but apparently, like, two months ago, it suddenly got very good and no one is playing it. Of course not. Why would they be? I don't know. I mean, Elden Ring's over now, so what are you going to play? Is it? People are still talking about Elden Ring. I don't believe it's over. I mean, I finished Elden Ring, so it's over for me. I see. I forgot that for you, the zeitgeist is whatever you're currently playing. Yes, I am the <laughs> taste kind of, the way it is, though, of yeah. my own life. Like, I caught up on um, Our Flag Means Death. Basically, as it aired, I caught up that very weekend the last episode was released. And people are still, like, discovering it and talking about it now. And I'm like, that's over. That was weeks yes, ago. <laughs> I agree. Every time somebody's like, I can't believe what happened at the end of Our Flag Means Death. I'm like, that was years ago. <laughs> before the pandemic even yeah Ugh, man Ugh, nothing was before the pandemic anymore mm, that's no, true that's true Ugh. we gotta go back to the island yeah <laughs> i've never seen lost <laughs> <laughs> i probably never will either because like is it still is it worth watching lost in 2022 genuinely yes yeah i, I keep thinking i might good. do a rewatch because man it's so crazy Ugh. the first like four seasons are maybe the best four seasons of a television show ever it's it's definitely in the top 10 huh. um I, I didn't like the rest of it as much as louisa did yeah, I but like it fine the rest of it's a fine but the first several seasons are genuinely incredible what's great is i've seen people discuss going back and seeing Certain twists early on when you know how the show's gonna go is yes. so bonkers that I kind of want to go do that because they come to nothing and I want to know yeah. about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah the 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 twists that happen on that show every like three episodes that completely change everything about the show and you're like what is happening? Yeah. Like it's wild that they managed to do it that many times and then they just completely fucked it up. <laughs> You got Hiroyuki Sonata joining the cast for no apparent reason, but he's great, so you love to see him just walking around with a sword. Yeah. Wait, which one is he? Is he the, the guy who doesn't speak English? He's the guy yes. with the sword. Yeah, he has yes. a sword? He's, like, adjacent to the others. He lives in a temple or something. <laughs> you know who oh, he is, the actor, I thought though. you were talking about the guy who's a fisherman who doesn't speak English and his wife pretends, well... I don't want to spoil anything. The yeah, two no. Japanese people in the the well, he is Japanese. Crash. He's an older man, though. He yes, but oh no, they, know they're who Korean. I'm talking. They're about. Korean. That's your problem. Oh, they are Korean. Korean. You're right. Yes. I'm sorry. Jin and I don't remember her name. Oh, who's a misogynist now? <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> she's much more of a character <laughs> than he is. Yes, I know, but I only remember Jin. I guess because she's yelling Jin names. all the time. That's true, she does yell Jin a lot. <laughs> like Walt. Walt! Remember when that was a meme? <laughs> yes. It's so funny because that was a meme around the same time that uh, the Walking Dead Carl yelling at your kid Carl was also a meme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, because Andrew Lincoln's American accent is terrible. <laughs> it's so funny, though. Plus he named that kid Carl, and this other one's named Walt. These are bad yeah. ideas. <laughs> They're all bad. <laughs> I think any media where a dad is yelling his child's name over and over again is destined to be a meme. Because <laughs> remember in Heavy Rain, was it, where you're oh, yeah. like looking for your kid in a, in a mall and the only Jason. button he presses to yell... What is it? Jason. Jason, that's and right. It's voiced, you're voiced by some, like, 
French guy who doesn't know, he's never heard an American's voice. <laughs> so he's just walking around going, Jason! Jason! <laughs> it's very good. Oh, it's great. Uh, how to sleep on your back during pregnancy. This is something I've always wondered about, because as a person who has to sleep in a very specific way... Because of like all your pregnancies. Your whole, like, everything you do would be impossible, right? Yeah, I think you'd have to learn to get comfortable enough in another position, though, right? Like, how? How do you do yeah, that? That is hard, but you. I think you, maybe you don't have the option of sleeping on your back, so Ugh. you just have to. The, like, I, I have long talked on this show about my proclivity for, like, forcing myself to like foods that I don't like, because I feel like I have control over it to that, like, control over my tastes to that extent. Uh-huh. But- but even I don't think I could brute force my way into liking sleeping in a different way. <laughs> well, like, if you had back surgery and you just could not sleep on your back, you eventually would fall asleep in another would die? position. Yes, you're right. I would just die. <laughs> no, I'm saying you would find a way not to die, is what I'm I saying. I don't know if I would. Can you not sleep on your back when you're pregnant? Why not? I mean, in the late stages of pregnancy, I think it would press on your lungs too much. Mm. Or your kidneys. You have to sleep on your side? Yeah, I, I think, think so. so yeah. They have those special Christ. pillows that will, like, cradle you. Yeah, I, uh, there are no comfortable positions for me to sleep in because of how my bones are all so terrible. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is all unrelatable to me. Have you tried getting one of those things that you hang, like, a bat upside down from? Uh, my parents <laughs> like a Batman. Have, have, have an inversion table, and I tried it, and it didn't help. Oh. I didn't think you'd actually say yes, and then it wouldn't work, because that makes it sad. (laughs) No, it's not sad. It's all good. Does it do that thing where, like, sometimes if I hang from a pull-up bar, I can feel my spine go, like, pop, 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 pop. (laughs) Like, it un- uh, kinks itself. Yeah. No, that doesn't happen for me. uh, But on an inversion table, does it do that? Uh, no. Mm -mm. My spine never feels like it decompresses. (laughs) <laughs> Have you tried sleeping in one of those giant fan rooms that makes it feel like you're skydiving where you can float? Ooh, you know what I'm talking about? Ooh, that sounds ideal. And you're wearing that um, big suit from that one Puff Daddy video? Yeah. <laughs> all flipping around. Yeah. Do y'all think that a richo does that? Do you think there's a richo somewhere in the world who lives like that? Probably. It's probably like an anti-aging sleep method that doesn't yeah. work yeah like a zero gravity sleep situation i bet something to do be... with stem cells i bet yeah somebody's doing this yeah yes. somebody knows something and why not me no just kidding that would be horrible it would probably feel very scary to do right it would be so loud and like windy yeah <laughs> yeah You'd... you might get used to it though but would you yeah maybe would you get used to it enough to sleep getting I mean, used guess... to like the feeling of falling? I guess there's a lot of people, my wife included, who sleep with a fan on, like, going on their bedside or whatever. I usually do that in the summer, but that's different than sleeping while I'm falling through not actually falling. But But I think there's a lot of people for whom the sound and the wind are essential parts of the the falling asleep process. Mm -hmm. And, like... This is just that a lot. (laughs) It's that plus removal of the comfort of laying on something. But 
is that comfort or is that the source of your pain? Ooh, yeah, it's a little bit of a, a little bit of the uh, cure. Is the I don't know what I'm saying. Hair of the dog. Yeah. Hair of the dog that bit you. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do feel like you would be sleeping and then you would like put one of your arms out and it would cause it, it would turn into a <laughs> sail and then you would spin until you vomit. <laughs> You just start rapidly flipping over in your sleep yes. like a ragdolling video game enemy. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Oh, oh, man. Love it. If they ever invent zero gravity, though, like a way to do that without a fan, I bet that would be the best way to sleep. Mm. At all, I think, is how I would prefer to sleep. <laughs> I've yeah. often thought is part of the problem that, like, our bodies are sort of evolved to sleep in branches, and what we need instead of, like, flat mattresses is a big padded beam sticking out of our wall for us to <laughs> drape our bodies over. Yeah, you need to buy a pommel horse, is what I think. Yeah! <laughs> sleep in maybe. your garage. I'm never as comfortable as when I'm laying in a hammock, so I think there's something to it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think hammock is kind of more more primate sleeping friendly just laying on a square exactly square yeah a big squishy Um, (laughs) rectangle of some kind what about floating in a sensory deprivation tank Mm. i would feel like i was drowning and then i I would drown (laughs) that's true i would turn over onto my stomach and drown you'd have one of those little air pillows around your neck so you wouldn't drown no Uh, i would would if i turned over (laughs) fine But also, like, your skin would hurt from the salt water. It doesn't have to be salt water. Here's the thing. Oh, the what way I do it, it does. Anything <laughs> in the boy starts map? out as regular water and turns into salt water over the course no! of the night. No! <laughs> that's your night sweats. That's if how you, you sleep through night I mean. sweats. How do you sleep through the night sweats, though? That's the real question. Mm-hmm. Working on my night sweats. Mm-hmm. Jeff, put that song at the end of the episode, please. Night sweats? I don't think mm-hmm. that's a song. It's a Weird Al Yankee. <laughs> weird Al, but for depression, is a new guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, that makes me think of somebody doing parody songs with parody lyrics, but like sad versions of mm-hmm. them all. And mm-hmm. I think that that could work. I think that could be fun. How do you think sleep how through to night sleep sweats? In... I don't think so. I don't oh, think you what? can. I don't think you can sleep through night sweats. They wake you up. I mean, so you wouldn't. You wouldn't know. Like if you woke up, you probably wouldn't still have the night sweats. The few sure. times that I've done night sweats, I mean, usually it's just because I lived in a place that didn't have air conditioning, so maybe that's not what night sweats are. But sometimes, I, a few times, I've woken up like drenched in sweat, mm-hmm. and I've always slept through it. Yeah, it's kind of horrible when you wake up, you're like, my shirt is wet. Like, it's yes. literally wet with sweat. This is horrible. I mean, you have to spend, like, at least a couple seconds being like, did I pee? I can't possibly <laughs> have peed, right? That would be crazy if I peed. Mm-hmm. I've never have had that ever... worry, thank God. <laughs> I think I've talked about this on the show before, but have you ever peed in real life and it's felt so good that you're like, uh-oh, what if I'm dreaming and I'm peeing in the bed right now? I have woken up from a dream where I'm peeing going, oh no, did I pee? And yes, I that happens too! That does happen to me sometimes too. Hmm, alright. But I've never wet the bed, even when I was a baby. Allegedly. <laughs> Oh, man. 
Why? What if sleeping with some kind of terrible pain or injury or illness, which is depressing? What do you think how to sleep in JavaScript means? Like, how to make the device go to sleep? It Can must you? be, right? Like, what, what else, else could it mean? <laughs> like, how to, how to make an AI go to sleep with JavaScript, because it's coming to life and... It needs eight to, hours of sleep so it doesn't go insane. I had to write an XML script for Android just this past week that would prevent the device from going to sleep. So I guess, could you do it with JavaScript? I don't even know, man. I think that's you, you're trying to do the opposite, though. Technically torture <laughs> uh, to force an AI to stay awake. Yeah, yeah. but that's fine. There's no log in it. Mm, this is what uh, I have no mouth, but I must scream happened, though. The yeah, computer yep. was so mad, it tortured people forever. It's like, how could you not notice that I was alive? Mm-hmm. Mm, well, first off, you had no mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's... No, <laughs> incorrect. The computer <laughs> changes the person's body so they don't have a mouth anymore. Mm-hmm. Listen, I played maybe two hours of the video game adaptation <laughs> of that novella. <laughs> was it good? I'm just saying that if that computer wants to be taken seriously in the workplace, it shouldn't be wearing tennis shoes. (laughs) Is that Val Kilmer? No, that was Kurt Russell, right? Kurt Russell, yeah. Val Kilmer was in a different one. Real Genius, where you get smart Yeah, it's Real Genius. Wow, what a weird movie that was. In my mind, those are... There's like an ocean of popcorn that he pops with a laser beam? (laughs) Oh, so good. In my mind, both of those movies are about a kid who gets bonked on the head and then becomes a genius, but that's probably not either of them. No, that's <laughs> Rookie of the Year. <laughs> yeah, he becomes a baseball genius. That was the working title, Baseball Genius. <laughs> uh, he doesn't get bonked on the head. He breaks his arm, but it breaks in I such know. a way that makes him good at baseball. It probably, it probably hit his head as well. <laughs> Give him the second sight. Did he get hit with a baseball? I don't even remember. I think he falls out of a window or something. (laughs) Stepdad pushes him down the stairs. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, I don't... I always conflate that movie in my mind with Angels in the Outfield because they're both about kids getting superpowers that make them baseball experts. I was talking about Angels the other day. They're they're the same guy in my mind, that kid. Uh I was going to say the kid in Angels in the Outfield doesn't have superpowers, but I guess the ability to see and communicate with angels (laughs) is a superpower. Yeah, Yeah. he's touched by the divine spirit of God. Mm -hmm. I mean, he would be sainted after he died, right? He would be canonized? Mm -hmm. Did he do any miracles? Just baseball Uh, performance? It's a miracle for the angels to win the goddamn pennant, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He also performed the miracle of reviving Christopher Lloyd's career. Hey, got him. Hey. Did that happen? Mm, did he get revived? Always good. Yeah, yeah he's always good. good, and also, is he doing more now than he was then? No. I mean, he's like 100 years old now. <laughs> that movie was like 35 years ago. Oh, everyone's dead from it. All those kids and everything. <laughs> yeah. True. Uh, Oh man, does it ever really fuck you up when you watch a movie from the 40s and there's a kid in it and you're like, this kid is definitely dead of old age now. It's even weirder when they're not and there's a picture of them somewhere Uh, and they're like 90 years old. No! Oh god. Or when you're like, wow, this this woman is so beautiful in this and then you look at it and she's like a a great grandmother now. Very weird. All of the little rascals have died of aging. Mm-hmm. Mm, one of them died in very terrible circumstances, at least. 
but you'll never guess which one. Mm. It was the dog. You won't believe which one. <laughs> Click through yeah. to the clickbait article. <laughs> mm. oh, that's true. How to sleep in Europe on a budget. I mean... It's free to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> if you true. can find, like, a hayloft, you can sleep for free. <laughs> yeah. During the day, you walk around Venice, you take in all the sights. At night, mm. you simply travel six hours outside of the city and find a hayloft. Or, counterpoint, during the day you sleep in a hayloft, and at night you run to flee the the (laughs) encroaching armies. You get caught in a deadly game of cat and mouse with people Mm -hmm. who own uh, art valuables that you have stolen. Yep. Mm. And then you see one of them through the window murder their girlfriend. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But everyone's wearing a mask and you can't tell who's who. You can only tell them them apart by their- You can only see Tom Cruise jerking off in the corner. (laughs) Could only tell them apart by their dicks, but the CGI hands have been moved to cover up the dicks. <laughs> Is that too obscure of a joke about Eyes Wide Shut? Uh, it's just that we were already making a lot of jokes about Eyes Wide Shut, so I don't know that that added anything to no, it. No, probably it didn't, but I think it's very funny that they, in 1998 or whatever, had to CGI hands in front of dicks. How to sleep better to maintain a healthy sex life? Is that... Do you, is that what you need for a healthy sex life? I think, I think anything so. that requires energy, you should be sleeping better yeah. to do better at it. Anything where your brain has to be like, my brain's feeling pretty good right now. If if you need that to make the thing better, then yeah, you need more sleep. I just feel like it's pretty fucked up if you're like, I'm sleeping bad. The number one problem this is causing in my life is that I'm not fucking as good as I used to. <laughs> That's no, I can weird, see that. right? I, I can think go that's one problem, but <laughs> well, that's the one they asked about, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, because it's the only problem that they need to solve their sleep for. Everything else, they're sleeping good enough. Ironically, yeah. if you have a healthy sex life, you could probably sleep pretty good right after, if you know what I mean. <laughs> At least that's how it goes with uh, my son of a bitch husband. <laughs> I don't know. I started I like the that voice you a deeper before. voice than normal. <laughs> Yeah, I like that the voice is like the heat miser from the old rank and mass cartoons. Yeah. Well, uh, those two were fighting as definitely. Yeah. Well, it's the not cold the cold miser. They're his brothers. <laughs> the cold miser. They're brothers in quotes, Jeff. <laughs> oh, Read man. between the lines. The movie was made in the 50s, for God's sake. I'm pretty sure it was like 1978, <laughs> yeah, but whatever. Like 80s, maybe, but still. <laughs> Uh, they can never be together. They're real Romeo and Juliet because they would each kill the other by being in the same place, right? No, I they mean, go they to hang visit out Mother in the Nature in the movie. Damn. Many times in the movie. Their Damn mother it. that they have in common because they're brothers. Yeah, but that's a metaphor, Jeff. Mother Nature is mother to all of us mm. in that. Are you a friend of Mother Nature, they would say, in their nightclubs? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And then they uh, make the universal hand sign for smoking weed. Yep. <laughs> That's what Fred from Mother Nature makes me think. <laughs> no, that works. Yeah. Uh, Are you too much? Doot doot doot, they say, winking. <laughs> That's very specific to them. It only. is, but somebody who watched that movie is laughing now. <laughs> it's not me. Nope. I don't know what movie you're even referencing. Uh, how to sleep better with natural remedies. Make friends with a tune, and then one of them will bonk you on the head with a big hammer, and you'll see those birds around your head. And that's a natural, that's as natural as it gets. 
you're you're using language as if this is a reference to Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but that does not happen in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. No, but it's something that could happen if you were friends with a tune. It's I'd something say, that Roger Rabbit would do for sure. Yeah, I'd say the thing that puts you to sleep though is getting bonked on the head with a cartoon hammer, which is not a natural remedy. I'm gonna say. Wow. Yeah, you need to be caught bonked on the head with a tree branch. That's a natural remedy. Exactly. So you think that tunes are just unnatural? I think a uh, tune-made cartoon hammer is not a naturally occurring object. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, it, it depends. Says made in Toontown right here on the handle. It very much depends. <laughs> if it says acne on it, then you're right. It's definitely not natural. But if somebody, if they pulled it from behind their back... Yeah. Where it didn't, oh. where nothing was there before, it occurred naturally. They mm-hmm. grew it from their own mm-hmm. chitin or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> from their tune chitin. That's right. All right, and finally, how to sleep three in a room on a cruise? I'm presuming this is a cruise that only allows two people per room, and you're trying to sneak a third person in. In that- which case. One of you has to be disguised as a dolphin. Sit on each other's <laughs> shoulders and get in a big trench coat. Be like, I'm the world's tallest man. I need to sleep in the smokestacks. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me and my uh, normal-sized friend. Mm-hmm. See, Matt, what you're saying makes sense, except that there's literally no way you can hide an extra person on a cruise. Well, it would isn't be hard. the whole... Isn't the whole concept of a stowaway that you only need to hide on the ship until the ship is far enough away from shore that it would be prohibitively expensive for them to bring you back? I don't know. Can so they like, put you in the brig, though? Mm, they can do that. I mean, if you if all three of you go to the brig, then you're sleeping three to a room in a cr- on a cruise, <laughs> so you've solved your problem. <laughs> Ugh. One of you has to sleep in the chair, probably, huh? Because those beds, there's no way they're giving you a king-size bed on a cruise ship. You could sleep in shifts, right? Like, there's Ooh. stuff going on all the time on a cruise. So just <laughs> Yeah, everybody gets a different eight hours, and it adds up yeah. to three. You're right. Exactly. Perfect. You solved it. So we're getting yeah. a one-bedroom for our... A one-person a one <laughs> room for our cruise for three people. The three of us, I mean. Yeah. And I have to be at the buffet from 2 a.m. to uh, 10 a.m. <laughs> sounds pretty good. Yeah, you get first crack at those eggs. Sounds great. <laughs> first crack at those <laughs> eggs? Yep. Yay! Exactly. Ah, pretty good. Is What is the ideal eight-hour shift to be awake on a cruise? Now I'm thinking. Is it 10 a.m. to 6 p.m.? 8 p.m. to 4 a.m.? Hold on, you don't need to be awake for eight hours, you need to be awake for 16 hours. Oh, that's true. I forgot. No, you're going to work for eight hours at the time. (laughs) Oh, this is if you're on the crew of the cruise. (laughs) Exactly. Oh my god, they probably do make some of them sleep in shifts, don't they? So they can use the same room for multiple people. I mean, listen, it's a dystopian nightmare, but it does make sense that, like, the beds go unused most of the time. Right uh-huh. Now. It's free it, real estate, yes. Yeah. yeah, if we wanted to really be efficient about things, then people would just sleep in shifts no, in the same bed. I don't want to be efficient. I want everyone to be sleeping on a hammock near the beach, eating berries and whatever, doing whatever. <laughs> no jobs, no more internet, podcast <laughs> over. Oh, yeah, that's the dream. <laughs> Bonking people on the head with a tree branch if they can't sleep <laughs> to help them out. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> um... 
Sure. Hammocks make my back feel terrible. Huh. Yeah. I feel like th- because y- your own gravity is pulling you down in the middle, that mm. you can't move your arms or anything because you're pulling against your own weight too much, you know? Interesting. Yeah. No, I just I just like it. I think it's mm. good. Okay. Yeah, I don't you know. Need to, you should try sleeping in a giant baby Bjorn, Jeff. Are you, Who's going to wear are this Are you Bjorn? offering to carry it? <laughs> Uh, yeah, all right. When there were only one set of footsteps in the sand, that's when you carried me in a big baby. That's when Jesus invented the baby Bjorn. (laughs) You should do this for your campaigning, Matt. Suit when you're trying to become the mayor of your town. Mm -hmm. Yep, and then I'll be like, I'm carrying this town on my back, (laughs) and then I have Jeff in there dressed as the town. (laughs) I say. Yep, he's got. (laughs) He's got a giant lollipop and like a ringlet wig, and his face is painted with the word Evesham written on his forehead. I have a sash that says Evesham, and I'm wearing yeah. a fat suit and like three piece. And then Your head are, is like, a bag of money. Smoking a big cigar that says people capitalism. are like, wait, do you like this town or are you insulting this town? You learned about metaphors, but you didn't learn about what they mean or how to use them effectively. I learned about half of metaphors. (laughs) You saw a political cartoon, but didn't know anything about the context of the politics at the time. Exactly. (sighs) Hey, I keep staring at one of these, and it's post-herpetic neuralgia, but Mm -hmm. is post-herpetic something to do with snakes? (laughs) Because that's all I can think of. After you get herpes? After you've been, uh, you've had snake venom sucked out of your wound. Uh-huh. Then you get you brain sleep? problems? Oh, nerve yep. problems. Neuralgia. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. How do you sleep? Actually, that might be what it is. Post-herpetic. That word is just... Yep. I don't know. Is herpes from the same root word as herpetology? I think it is, but I don't remember why. Like, carcin... Uh, cancer being the same for crabs and for the disease. Like, yeah. there's a reason. I don't remember what it is. Do people used to think that you got herpes from snakes. Do you? Can you prove that you don't? Mm, it's like, some, good it's like a bunch of tiny snakes in your skin. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> causing sores. Yeah, the air is just bad here, or it's got tiny snakes. Mm-hmm. I think tiny snakes would be a lot closer to uh, the. Like, it's too accurate as far as mm-hmm. what causes illness versus what I they mean, believe. What are germs but tiny snakes? Exactly. It's true. Like, that's so much closer <laughs> than where they actually were, which is, I don't know, I guess God cursed this part of the land. Mm hmm. I still, like, at least once a week think about that thing in New Orleans where they were like, oh, bad smells are what's calling the, causing this plague. So we're going to shoot a cannon through every street in New Orleans every night to scare away the bad smells. And it worked! (laughs) Because the smoke from the cannon drove away the mosquitoes that were actually causing the problem. Fuck, man, how are we ever going to figure out anything? That's pretty (laughs) fun. There are so many stories like that, though, where they're like, well, we had to do this. We had to burn this building down to get rid of the curse in it. But it's like, that was filled with plague fleas, and that did work, Mm. actually. Yep. Oh, man. Uh, I can't believe that we, the human race, is still around, but not for long, so... Yeah, thankfully. At least there's that. Yep. (sighs) All right, well, thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. If you liked it, please rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. And uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter, at HackTheNetPod. We post every episode there, Jeff does, and uh, 
uh, I usually retweet it. It's great. Um, <laughs> and then um, if you want to talk to us directly, you can join our Discord by messaging us for an invitation. I'm on Mastodon at Matt Heron at Mastodon.online. Oh, I'm also sorry. I like just suddenly have realized that I'm very hungry. Uh, <laughs> mm, chili time. Um, no, I think I might have like eggs. Um, nice. <clears throat> I'm also weaponizedlanguage.com has online things for me. I don't spend much time on social media anymore, though. Fair enough. I still do. You can talk to me on Mastodon at Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. All right, gang, thanks for coming out. Please come back next week. In the meantime, though, don't forget, I like it when it hurts me. <laughs> Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I like it. <laughs> you have to know how to horse. <laughs>